0: Party Radio. This is the number one podcast for an exquisite xylophone in all of North Carolina. I'm your host, Parker, joined as always by co-host Razorman Cumulus. Hey, Ba with the Ba, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing all right.
1: How are you? I'm, I'm Ba with the Ba in it, I guess. I'm trying to uh, find some sort of joy out of this joyless week. And part of that is bringing on our very special guest for this episode... Shelby Cobras from logical Contraption. Dang-da-dang-diggity, fellas. <laughs> nice. See, this is why this is why it's good to have him on today. How are you doing?
2: Oh, I'm great. I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to be here with you guys, my best buddies in the world.
1: Hey, right back at you. Hey, you guys are both number one in my book. I appreciate it. See, that. I like all this, this sense of community, because in the little time that I spent on Podcast Town, I'm— I'm seeing this conflict of uh, ghoul summer being usurped by chili dog summer. I see yeah. pros and cons to both, but for a minute there, I thought you two were going to be at each other's throats or something. No, it's all chill. Yeah, it's all chilly. It's, <laughs> all chilly. it's all chilly. Well, you <laughs> heard it here fo- first, folks.
0: There's enough we're room. We're actually, go ahead. Uh, there's enough room for two different kinds of summer in podcast town, I feel. Only two, though. Yeah, if anybody, if if these... Uh trash videos try to come out with a trash summer, then we're gonna have to start banning people.
2: We're actually in talks with management right now to change the name to Chili Dog Town.
1: <laughs> nice. I can get behind that. So what I gather uh, is that like Chili Dog Summer is the positive uh view on summer instead of where, whereas ghoul summer is obviously ghoulish. And to be honest, this is the most ghoulish summer I think any of us have experienced in a while, at least since any of us have been podcasting, but in that we do need something to look forward to so we don't all uh, kill ourselves exactly and chili dogs, chili dogs fill that void
2: It's true. Chili dogs fill so many voids in so many lives, and it has really it has really warmed my heart to see so like dudes in like Australia having a chili dog winter right now, you know it's like the wrong season down there it's everything's upside down, but like yeah, it's all messed know? up. Chili dog summer is everywhere, and everyone's having fun and celebrating with chili dogs, and that's that's what chili dog summer is all about.
1: Yeah, enjoying feels, yourself,
2: partying feels, with your bros,
1: mm-hmm. and pounding some so dogs void. into your mouth. Yeah, yeah, it fills that mouth <laughs> void
2: more than anything. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, Frisbee, remember when you came and, and stayed with me?
1: Yeah, I do. I love all the stuff in your fridge. I remember. I was
2: just gonna say, <laughs> you,
1: you hear this right now?
2: Yeah. I just popped open one of those classic dr. peppers that you left here. oh, nice. So, I was um, cleaning out my fridge and I
1: found one, so beautiful. I left that some beers and some uh club soda, I think. oh yeah, beers are long gone nice.
0: The club soda glad I, think I could use that club soda is going to be there for a while.
1: yeah, I may have drank all of that. I forget if I did or not,
2: but uh mm. there's some high quality dr Pepper. This is like some original recipe shit
1: yeah they they spared no expense they uh. Yeah. They put all the cane sugar they had into that. Into There's that actually one. a a separate sticker from
2: from the label that says made with sugar. Like yes. Yeah. Like that's a special thing.
1: <laughs> Not with aspartame or nope. uh or what is that? Uh, Splenda. Splenda. Mm.
0: That's my shit. Or corn, as they usually make Dr. Pepper with. They just throw corn, corn in, in there. there. It's
2: disgusting. Hey, yeah. I I have a corn related question. Yeah? Sure.
0: Are you ready? Ah that's a good that's one.
2: That's the joke. Yep.
0: <laughs> I get that. Yep. Have and you guys have you guys had that real mountain dew? Like the uh with the cane sugar? That's like the old recipe of mountain dew that comes in the glass bottles.
2: A while ago. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't do the dew. Not a fan.
0: I yeah. When I was in high school, the dew was all I ever drank, and then like I went through puberty and I was like, Oh, alright. I, I can drink things that taste good now. I don't need to worry about yeah. this Mountain Dew. But just for Do- fun.
2: Dooberty? No, I don't know. <laughs> I had
0: Duberty. Mm-hmm. Just for fun, I tried one of those old-timey retro ones, and it was the absolute grossest thing I've ever tasted. So stay away from that.
2: Yeah, well, Mountain Dew in, in my book is the grossest thing I've ever tasted. So I I've, I've, yeah, would not delve into a, an even grosser version of it.
1: I can't I even imagine. This, I'll go ahead. You can't imagine what?
0: I can't even imagine who's drinking Mountain Dew these days. Like I never see anybody with it.
1: See, here's the thing. I uh I was telling relating this story about fucking up while eating crab legs recently at this friend's uh 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 group dinner thing. I messed up. I got like all this crab juice on my shirt. Uh-huh. And uh, and then I related this story about, well, I just did that Simpsons reference of like Mountain Dew or crab juice. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And did, like, the reaction, like, I'll take crab juice. (laughs) And I said that in front of one of my friends who loves Mountain Dew. Like, uh, she was one of the last hangers-on, I think. She even had a poster of Mountain Dew. And I was, like, (laughs) I was telling the story. And I'm, like, yeah, Mountain Dew, crab juice. I'll take the crab juice. And everybody got a huge chuckle. And she's, like, man, (laughs) that makes me feel bad about myself. I'm, like, well. At least you're not drinking it anymore. She stopped since. Uh, you
0: made her stop drinking Mountain Dew?
1: I wish. I wish that were the line to have done it. But no. Uh, it was, I think it was like a part of a New Year's thing or something. Like she cut out all soda. And it was hard for her. Like she loves Mountain Dew. But she was like that's, the last person I knew who loved Mountain Dew. No, nah, that's bullshit. Who, she stopped because of you, man. Yeah, you do. She might
2: say it. it was like a New Year's thing, but it was. <laughs> it's your fault, dude.
1: Yeah, Maybe. I don't know many people who love like certain sodas, but that Dr. Pepper that Shelby's drinking right now, like that version of that Dr. Pepper is is tops for me. Like I don't it's tops. I'm enjoying it. Cool. Good.
0: My friend you know,
2: I think historically if we look if we look at uh the, the history of, of soda pop, um, I think Mountain Dudes, like traditionally it's like World of Warcraft like gamer dudes in their basement. That's that's who keeps that company afloat, right?
0: Oh, that yeah. is true which
1: I think it overlaps an event diagram sort of way with uh, people who also exclusively Taco Bell. Like, not just for fast food, but they yeah. their only mm-hmm. meals. They're, they're only one, two, three, and fourth meals during the day. Like, they'll have Baja Blast with everything, and there's all those special Mountain Dew flavors. People were so intent on having those, like, at gas stations and stuff. Like, what if there's not a Taco Bell in town? What if I'm only getting gas somewhere, and I can't find my special Mountain Dew? Then they yeah. had to... They had to promote it that way, too. Like, all right, we'll sell these outside of Taco Bell, you weirdos. So now I think uh,
2: the only the only like avid Mountain Dew drinker I've ever known was also like a total World of Warcraft guy.
1: Ah, did he only like, eat Taco Bell or was he like anything? I don't good? remember.
2: I don't really remember his dietary habits. It was it was a while ago.
1: OK, we were yeah.
2: coworkers and he would play World of Warcraft like at work all day. Man, It was a chill li- job.
0: That's living that the dream. Like- yeah. <laughs> Man, if I could play World Speaking of Warcraft at
1: work, of, work uh, now you're right? talking. You guys okay. know who's playing that uh, Pokemon Go at work that just dropped this week? No, I don't even really get it. I don't know what... Like, somebody explain
2: Pokemon Go to me. Are either of you guys playing it? No. Parker. But I've been hearing all about I, it.
0: I'm not... I fear that if I get it, I will just not stop playing it. I'll be like one of those people... Like, there's this news story about, like, a person who, like, I guess you, like, open up your camera, and, like, I guess, you know, little Pokemons pop up into it, so it's, like, you're looking at them in real life or whatever. So you have to walk Uh around the real world to find these stupid Pokemons, and some lady found- Yeah, some lady found a body, like, in a ditch, while she was walking around. And I feel like I would be that kind of person. Like, I would just find myself suddenly, like, in some horrifyingly scary situation. Like, I would just walk in on, like, mafia dudes, cutting up (laughs) somebody and putting them into sausage. You would probably get hit by a bus. At the very I least. Feel. Yeah, that would be the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. That's at like the
2: chill end of the spectrum.
0: Yeah, but everybody I know on the Facebooks, they're all obsessed with their Pokemon's Go.
2: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I've never really been in on the Pokemon thing. I'm not sure how it works or like. I just know what they're called. That's it.
0: You know like, all the of the names
2: them? of the Pokemon.
0: You know, like all 350 Pokemon. Yeah, but that's like all I know about Pokémon
2: is uh, all the forms <laughs> of all the different Pokémon
0: and all their evolutions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's reasonable.
2: I played it on Who's the clown guy? Mr. something? Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime. Mime. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's my favorite as is constantly dropped on uh junk food dinner. The only Pokémon's I like are the ones who look like dudes, like Yeah. That have faces and like opposable thumbs. Those are the ones I like the best. <sighs>
1: I'd like to see one called Regular Man Pokemon, it's just like a a Michelangelo's uh, David just standing there, like with a loincloth or something, just like, I don't know why I'm here. What the fuck? And he gets caught into one of those Pokeballs.
0: Yeah, that would be good. I'd be really into that one, but mostly if he didn't have that loincloth. I like my Pokemons also to have exposed peens. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. right.
2: Very specific. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks a lot for joining me on this round of Sick Picks, guys. Yeah, really went deep on the Pokemon sick picks today.
0: Yeah, those are my Mm -hmm. Pokemon sick picks, Mister Mime. Yeah, yeah, my sick
1: pick is the one that looks like a bunch of magnets just tossed on the (laughs) ground. Yeah, (laughs) I think I like Blastoise. Yeah, yeah, he's got those guns on his shell. That's fucked up. Pretty metal. Yeah, he looks like the most '80s, uh, either metal or uh, Saturday morning short-lived cartoon show action figure. uh, Yeah, as.
2: As Parker likes Pokemon with exposed peens, I like Pokemons that have guns.
1: (laughs)
0: Right? (laughs) That's
2: reasonable. (laughs) He has two of them. Yeah, I have some strong politics regarding Pokemon. Yeah. Open carry laws.
0: yeah. I mean, I just think that Pokemons... I think that the Second Amendment applies mostly to Pokemons, to be honest with you guys.
2: Yeah. It's what the Founding Fathers were were really working towards.
0: Yeah. If you read it closely, it does say, like, the right to bear arms... uh, Not for Militias. Like, somehow uh, that got mixed up. But it's not for Militias. It's mostly just for large turtle monsters that are blue. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. Mr. Mime. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that that would be, like, another Pokemon, like, with that regular man Pokemon. He can evolve and uh, get really into only the Second Amendment. And then he's, like, a concealed carry Pokemon. Yeah. And he's just Mm -hmm. very paranoid and and, uh, twitchy about Telling you about how much he believes in the Second Amendment. Right. Mr. Mr. Concealed Carry. Mr. Concealed mm-hmm. Carry. That's that's mm-hmm. when he evolves. Yep. He's got that's a lot right. of different patterns that he can evolve to, and that's yeah. one of them.
2: Yeah. He goes from Mr. Concealed Carry to Mr. Open Carry.
1: hmm
2: Yeah. That's after he moves to
1: Texas. Yeah. yeah. It's a he's not the best Pokemon, to be honest. I'd rather I'd rather just like not catch them all to avoid yeah. catching that one.
0: Yeah. Well the tough part about Mr. Concealed Carry Pokemon is that in order to evolve him into Mr. Open Carry, like, you have to pay, like, a lot of dollars in fees, and, like, you have to fill out all that paperwork, and it takes six to eight months, and it's, like, just a pain. That's why I never caught that Pokemon.
1: Yeah. A lot of red tape. Yeah. Yeah, he's the most red tape Pokemon. He's, yeah. Aside he, from, uh, aside from Magikarp, <laughs> which is, like, you have to throw him at the tail end of something to make him evolve.
0: Yeah, a lot of bureaucracy with that one. And also, uh, Renewing your driver's license Pokemon. A lot of bureaucracy yeah. with that one. A lot of waiting yeah. in lines. I don't like that one. It's
1: really in the name with that one, too. Like it's so for obvious for a passport like, Pokemon.
0: Oh, yeah. Jesus.
1: The, your, yeah. That's been my fucking week. I've, like, since you've actually touched on that, I've been trying to renew a passport. And I forgot like what a, what a huge, tense yeah. ordeal this was. Dude, like, I, just, I just got my passport in the mail
2: yesterday. I, I just went through all this like a month ago.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, you're going to Canada. So am I. Oh, wonderful. You're coming yeah. to see me, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, fantastic. I'll be I'll be a face in the crowd. Don't okay. bother asking how I enjoyed it because it, it was great. Oh, thank um, you so much. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to Toronto, though. In oh. About a month. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the not as exciting part of Canada. You're going yeah. to the more exciting part. I'm going to Montreal. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You're going to eat a steak while you're there. You're going to say oh. ooh-la-la. You betcha. Yeah. You're gonna
2: say you betcha a lot. To the people there's, a, <laughs> there's a there's a place in Montreal where the naked ladies dance. I'm gonna try and find that place.
1: <laughs> it's there's either
2: like there a, a fresh, hole in the yeah. wall where you can see it all. <laughs>
1: where the I fellows think, can see it all.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's how that works. I've heard yeah, of that before. Okay, speaking of sp- strong politics, you guys. Yeah. Let's let's talk about world events here for a second. Let's do it. Um, you know, the, the guy in Dallas that they blew up with the drone robot
0: with their Pokemon the the
2: story, right? With their poker drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen that movie runaway from 1984 with Tom, Tom Selleck and Gene Simmons?
0: I have not, but I own it on VHS. Oh
2: man, you should watch it. Cause like when I heard that story, of course it's a bummer story and I don't actually want to talk about that story. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer and it sucks and everybody's freaking out about it on the internet and shit but like mm-hmm. all I could think about when I heard that part of the story was the movie Runaway because there's a scene in that movie where they send a robot into a building to kill Tom Selleck but the robot is just like this little box with tank treads and then it has an arm coming out of the top of it and the arm is just holding like a 38 revolver
3: <laughs> oh my
2: god and that's the kind of drone that's the kind of drone robot they had in 1984 it just holds a gun and shoots at you Mm-hmm and like that's all i could think about when i heard this news story i had to go to go to youtube and find that scene and watch it a couple times because that's i imagine that's exactly how it went down in dallas
0: i think you're probably right also a drone robot who just holds a gun and shoots at you is a perfect description of a police officer i feel exactly <laughs> that's where we were headed with all this <laughs> uh yeah it is it is very sci-fi movie esque where we have robots dropping bombs on people. I imagine it to be a bit more comical, more like a spy versus spy comic, where like, yeah, the guy's looking the other direction and like the robot taps him on the shoulder and when he turns, the robot like, you know, moves to the other shoulder yeah. and drops a bomb.
2: And then he like mugs towards the camera, his hair's all floofy and like <laughs> his face is all has like soot on it. Like, oh, I got blowed up.
0: Mm-hmm. His uh, uh, the cigar yep. in his teeth is all disheveled yep. <laughs> at the t- yep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, th- by the way, uh, since we'll be talking about like childhood perspectives on this show later, I just want to jump in with like, that's what I thought happened with any sort of bomb or firearm, like as a kid, because I wasn't watching footage of people getting like shot or anything like that. So it was a all my whole experience came from Warner Brothers cartoons. So I just figured, like, oh, if you get shot in the face with a shotgun, you just get like a face full of soot and your air blows back. And if you yeah. get like a duck bill, then that goes to the back of your head. Like it didn't seem like this life ending situation as a kid. I was pretty, uh, pretty innocent, I guess. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this, Frisbee. Did you have a duck bill when you were younger? Yeah, I, I mean, everybody. <laughs> did. Was that a
2: concern for you that if you if you encountered a bomb,
1: the bill would be on the back of your head? Yeah, like. But I was also a huge fan of the uh, George Lucas Howard the Duck film. That's the only reason oh, yeah. I had one. I wore it over my regular bill, i.e., my mouth. Right. So- well, okay. if you uh, let me give you some advice here, if you have
2: a bill and somebody throws a bomb at you, duck. Ah,
0: <laughs> all right.
1: I see that's... nothing foul about that joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, can. I can tell you didn't come up with that joke beforehand. You just winged it.
1: Yep, it's very good. I've been taking right, so improv classes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, and yeah, no, that's it. Okay. I've just been I've just been taking improv classes. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Period. Send that in the mail. We're done. Yeah. We didn't get to the yes and that's that's at the second class.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah.
2: No but
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. In order to tell the rest of the story, do you need a proper noun and a place? Can no, I... but <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's also how you uh talk about these this weird summer jeans uh meme where people don't have an ass in their jeans yeah. no but yeah what was that movie with the assless jeans i
3: forget
0: what it was called
2: um, Do you know what i'm talking about
0: that happened the in son in die. law no, what is it i think frisbee's right never too young to okay
2: day. no 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 that's not it
0: <clears throat> oh
2: I, this is yeah never mind moving on
0: well there were assless jeans in son in law the greatest movie of all time oh fantastic movie yeah, I had a yeah. job interview the other day where I talked extensively about Son-in-Law, so I will not get that job, I realize now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think you're thinking about the wrong way, man. I think you need to uh, <laughs> imagine that as like the common, the common thread that ties us all together. We can all agree that Son-in-Law is a great film.
2: I just rewatched watched Encino Man recently, and i it. got to say, it stands up, man. It's really good. It is. It really is. It's funny. It made me laugh a lot of times.
0: Yeah, cavemen are always, like, a great source of humor, I feel.
2: Yeah. Also, yeah, I, I, there I was... dug like, up a copy of Encino Man. Ah, Very good. Okay. Very well done.
0: I uh, uh, Yeah, there was, like, a time in, like, the late 80s, early 90s where there were, like, a lot of weird... Like, I don't know, like, maybe it was, like, a hotbed for, like, metal dudes or something, but there were, like, a lot of weird comedies about metal dudes where, like, they took place... In, like, that part of LA where it's like really nice suburbs, like Encino and San Dimas. hmm. hmm. I don't know. It's like a weird cultural thing. Was it a hotbed of metal, Shelby? Do you know, as our resident metal correspondent? <laughs> uh, yes.
2: And, um, <laughs> that, and that's all.
0: All right. Well, we got all the <laughs> answers. That's all needed. I know.
2: Yep. Yes. And that's the end of the story.
0: That's all I needed to know.
2: I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I was pretty young at that time. I was in the 80s and 90s. I was in, say, fourth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, did, I, my, my interests weren't in, uh, in metal and stuff back then. I did have a skateboard in fourth grade, but I don't know. I didn't live in L.A., so I can't confirm or deny.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I also had a skateboard at the time, but it was one of those really wide ones that like weren't good at all for anything.
2: Yeah. My dad actually made me a skateboard and it was, it was kind of sick, actually. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was black and it had hot pink rails.
0: That's pretty sweet. That's, that's the colors we were going for at the time.
2: Yeah, I made, I made some fucking curbs cry.
0: Yeah, so speaking of fourth grade, we have this thing that we're going to do. Uh, it's called Wayne's Podcast Town News.
3: All right. Parker. Poker, that's a better one, right? Freeze Blade, Shelly Duvall, Cobra. Here, you're going to be on the show, so say hello to you. T- I'll start with your piece for the news report. Shelly wants to get the uh, T. The Hanks uh, given into full effect. I'm uh, behind that, 100%. Um, you got Bachelor Party. You got Joe Volcano. You got The Burbs. You got um, Big. What else? A whole bunch of other great films. Taboos and Buddies. You could do a whole marathon. Fuck yeah! Awesome. Not against Cranksgiving though. I love those films. Maybe other every other year. Um, chili dog summer trademark kissing contest is in full effect. Even though the Travis from the Guar cast is in sucks doesn't like chili. Don't get them. Throw them out the window. Uh, Steam buns, awesome. Anybody who doesn't like them are savages. Slaw dogs on the fence. I may have to try it. But that fucking one Corey posed, it looked fucking pretty fucking cool. killer. Um, Tucson is trying, Tucson, Tucson, Tucson is trying too fucking hard. Have you seen the contraption they say that it's a chili dog for them? God damn it. That thing's got to take at least a month to eat and a fork and knife and shit like that. Uh, Sean Byron is doing market research. Why? You know, this isn't, this isn't your job there, Sean. You should really be trying to, I don't know, just chill out and hang out. But, whatever. Uh, Pokemon goes for children. I don't care, Steven. If you're getting in a car accident trying to pick up Pokemon in your fucking phone, you're pretty lame. Uh, that guy Dean with the pink hair needs to really grow up hair and go into his vape shop. Pretend it's like your local comic book store or, uh, you know, the FYE. that get rips you off when you're buying DVDs. You're used to those places. Everybody wants to start a, 40, is it a Warhammer 40k war. I don't get it. I don't, I don't I don't want to paint miniatures. Um, you guys can do that, but I'm not that fucking shit. The Witch was cool, I gotta say, it was alright. I liked it. But uh, there's a movie called Eyes on Fire, which is a lot better. Um, you should check that out. Kissing Contest pulled out the Ouija board and brought back Fredo. And then after the episode promptly killed him. No big deal. What else? Do I have anything else on this thing that I have to read? no keep the chili dog pictures coming oh yeah talking about food a couple of people made homages to action burger um and that and realized how gross of a fucking shithole that place is uh it's kind of like a a van gogh painting um that's that bum shit out I guess you can say I've never been there I don't live far from the place I'm never gonna go that place looks gross uh what else is that it? Yeah, that's it. My wife's calling. i got to go upstairs and go to bed. So uh, why don't you uh, go kill yourselves? And this news is over. All right.
0: That was Wayne. Uh It was a very good episode of Wayne's Podcast Town News. I'm sure you guys liked it just as much as I did. I
2: was very interested in all the subjects that he covered.
1: Yeah, every news story was brilliant. Good job, Wayne. I agree. Good job.
0: Uh, Wayne, he's doing a good job. I, I might give him a raise. I don't know. You know, we we got some. Extra I think he deserves it. I think so.
2: It's uh, hard work, man. It's hard work keeping track of what's going on in pod- podcast town. You got you got to dedicate like twenty four hours a day to it.
0: That's true. Finding out who all's fighting, who all's forming new holidays, who all's appropriating your culture, infringing on your copyrights, mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. like that.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh. So yeah. So all right. Speaking of copyrights, we got to talk about fourth grade, which is the year that my copyrights were infringed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, we've been doing this good, the bad, the ugly thing the last bunch of weeks where we uh, talk about the good parts, the bad parts, and the ugly parts of each grade. We started with first grade because kindergarten doesn't count. That's some bullshit. And now we're up to fourth grade. So, Shelby, as our guest our esteemed guest would you like to begin with your good part of fourth grade
2: sure and uh we, we were talking off air before the show this is like this works out so well because i've been listening to the last couple episodes where you guys are covering first grade second grade third grade i don't remember anything from grade school at all and i was like how do these guys even have how do they even have memories from that long ago but but fourth grade banner year for me i remember everything from fourth grade like it was yesterday mm fourth grade was my fucking jam. Um, nice. I had a really awesome teacher named Mr. phrase, which is funny because he taught us English and his name was Mr. phrase.
0: Also because <laughs> he, good. he used that cool gun. He invented to like freeze things. Uh, huh uh-huh. he like fought the Batman <laughs> a lot of the time.
2: Also there, it's like, um, there like that. The nineties era of black Sabbath when nobody cared about black Sabbath, they had a singer named Jim singer. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's the part he was born to play. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So same sort of idea. Mr. Fraze was awesome. He was a uh, goofball, and like ha- we had fun in class and stuff. And then at lunch, we would play football, and he would be the quarterback. And uh, he did this trick with his eyes where he would be like pretending he was going to throw to somebody, but he'd actually be looking at somebody else. And I figured out his eye trick, so I knew who he was going to throw to, and I'd get interceptions all the time. So that's my good from fourth grade was intercepting Mr. Fraze's football passes um, because I figured out his eyeball trick.
1: Oh, that's just like punch out. Like if you can yeah. watch mm-hmm. the, uh, like a uh, bald bull's eyes or, uh, or I guess it's like somebody in the audience now, like somebody pointed out that there's like a character in the audience that moves only when he's about to attack. So there's that. Yeah, Or like King hippos. When he opens his mouth, you have to hit him in the belly, that sort of stuff. Mm hmm. Or, or yeah, yeah, like, uh, 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 oh, the, the Raja, the, uh, there was like every character had this little blinking eye thing. Von Kaiser, he had one too. Like his eyes yeah. would blink out of sync. Yep. That's a, yeah. It's Mister Freeze. He was like Von Kaiser. Mister, yeah, Mister
2: Freeze. I fig- I figured out Mister Freeze's cheat code. You did, and it, and it resulted in
1: hella interceptions. <laughs> you got so many stars from yep. those interceptions for uppercuts yep. and whatnot.
0: Do you think yep. that like his next class, like after you went on to fifth grade, that like he had to like change? his method of <laughs> passing because you like, actually, I, I wrote,
2: I wrote a, 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 I took out a, like a scroll of paper and like a feathered ink pen. And I wrote a whole scroll about his eyeball trick. And I put it in a, in a, a creaky old wooden chest and buried it out in the schoolyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if any of the, the, the following years, fourth graders found the treasure map and then dug up the chest, they would have, they would have found the, the, the ancient secret of Mr. Fraze's
0: eyeball trick. Well, I hope someone did find it. I hope that like yeah. just from then on like word got out and Mr. Fraze's uh <laughs> football game was just completely shut down. He was just shut down on every play in every game and it really like distracted him and made his life worse. There's
2: there's no way we'll ever know. It was a different time, you know.
0: That's true. He didn't have I don't like, know if weird. you know this. But
2: we we didn't have we didn't have the internet back then. I don't know if you guys know this.
0: Uh I did yeah. not know that. I thought that we did.
1: It was also a pre-9/11 world from what I remember. Yep. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Pre pre September two
0: thousand eleven. That's right. <laughs> Back yeah. when you could still play football <laughs> with your teachers, you can't do that kind of stuff now. Back when America was a free country. Mm-hmm. You, the mm-hmm. ACLU, yeah. they're not going to let you play football with your teachers these days. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a good. Uh, actually, I actually have two good, two good things. The, it Too was, good to be true. Yeah. Uh, this was the last year that good things happened to me, so I. I made it my business to come up with two of them.
1: Uh, okay. yeah. the,
0: the first one is that I started working at a haunted house this year. That's fucking rad. It was <laughs> the funnest. I worked there like every Halloween for like three years or something. And it was the one in Riverside. If you're from Dayton, you may know it. Mm-hmm. Uh It's like on this really weird, like spooky, like street that like kind of dead ends into a highway. It's like really weird and like there's like all this like fields and crap around it. Uh, so like it just kind of looks spooky in general, but, uh, it was super cool. My friend told me that you could just go there and show up like two hours before the place opened and they would let you work there and they would give you like a cool mask and you could scare people and, uh, it was like super fun. Uh, one time, like I, like there's this room in the haunted house where it looks like a normal room with strobe lights, but in actuality, uh, little Parker was standing behind a plywood wall, and like I would push the wall, and it would like close in, and people would think that the walls were closing in on them, and like it was very spoopy. I was proud of scaring a lot of people in that room.
1: That sounds like literally the tightest shit ever. It was very yeah funny. for being in fourth grade. That's pretty pretty fucking sweet.
2: It was a lot. Also, of I have questions regarding. Ohio's child labor laws. Now, though, you were like employed (laughs) in fourth grade.
0: Well, they didn't pay you. Like they just gave you like a bunch of food. Like they would just give you like pizza, candy. Yeah, after six hours of working their haunted house, where they were making twelve (laughs) dollars a head, and thousands of people came in.
1: You're a volunteer. Yeah. Right. Is that how they sold you on it? (laughs) Volunteer for free Dominoes.
0: Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt would have been so super mad if I had told him this story. He'd be like, "Oh." child labor not on my watch i'm gonna change that you're like
2: a haunted house intern yeah <laughs> like getting get coffee for the ghouls and stuff
0: yeah i got college credit for it so it was pretty cool nice. uh, <laughs> yeah it was super fun the place was infested with rats which made it even scarier and that's uh, legitimately
1: scary yeah
0: yeah and it just had a lot of fun there were a lot of shenanigans going on as you might expect one time they wouldn't let me pee so i had to like pee in a corner in the haunted house which made it that's even- pretty scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> the ghost of my pee is probably still there mm-hmm. uh and it was like just like a really dilapidated house like i really like the idea i've never been to the winchester mystery house but i really like the idea of like secret passageways and like secret rooms and like like didn't webster have like a a clock that you could move and there were like stairs behind it leading upstairs or something like that like what? I don't that, remember that this. Sounds, I don't know. That sounds webstery. I'll buy it. I don't know. I feel like there was some. <laughs> it sounds sit- like a game of Clue instead. <laughs> I think there was some sitcom like that where like there were like hidden passageway. I don't know. Maybe I made it up. But I think you're thinking of. Uh, I think you're thinking of Silver Spoons. Could be.
2: Yeah, they uh, had like a train and stuff in their house.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, a- yeah. That one had like uh, rad shit going on in that mansion.
2: Yep. Old Rick Schroeder. He had some some crazy shit going on.
0: Yeah, I really like the idea of crazy shit going on in your house. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and like that's what was so great about the haunted house is like every room had like five different exits because like people had – you know monsters had to run from here to there without being seen and it was like so super cool. It was like living inside of Clue for a while. I really yeah, like it. Yeah,
2: that's, that's the tightest shit. I, I feel you on that. I like haunted houses and I've also been to the Winchester Mystery House and it's super creepy and weird and you would dig it. So you should go there sometime.
0: I will. I plan on it. I want to go there. They're making a movie
2: about, about that, about the Winchester mystery house and the lady and her whole fucking crazy
0: thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I heard that they were making that movie. I'll, I gotta go first. Otherwise, I'll get spoilers, I guess, from the movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that.
1: Yeah. What was your other good?
0: My other good is this time, uh, i I met this kid, Brandon, who sometimes listens, uh, and, uh, he's a good guy. He became my good friend. And what up, one- Brandon? What's up, Brandon? We see you. Get money. Uh, Brandon, also, if you Oh, mem- wait, is
2: this ba- Baby Legs, Brandon?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Baby Legs, yeah, Brandon. Yeah, I know that, dude. Uh Also, if you remember, like, a long time ago on the show, or, like, a few months ago, I talked about how I have a friend who has, like, cartoonishly cute children that look like they just came from, like, a Snow White cartoon or something. That's him. He's got those kids. All not right. to put him on blast. Right. Not to put his kids out there like that. Um. <laughs> We'll, we'll post pictures of the kids on our Facebook later.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
0: rape these kids.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, speaking Did of rape, Did you rating, just say
1: rape these kids? <laughs> I said Frisbee. rape these kids. Whoa, but <laughs> whoa.
0: Uncool, Frisbee. You're taking Ghoul Summer to the next level that we don't like. Yeah, man. Really.
1: Hey, I don't know where Shelby's mind is. Have because... a chili
0: dog. Yeah, dude. Take that crab back oh. to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> uncool.
1: Take that crab back to Japan?
0: Yeah, take that crab. Like you know, crab crab juice. Put it in your sushi. <laughs> um but yeah. So he came over, he spent the night, we watched this really good episode of Saturday Night Live where Christopher Walken got champagne in his face and it burned his eyes. Oh yeah. It was classic. Yeah. And it was new at the time because we're old. And also we played Bases Loaded three and I won our game twenty five to five. And it was the greatest yeah. day in my life. The self esteem I got from winning a video game twenty five to five. Uh has really Remember
2: which team you used
0: i I'm not sure if that game had like normal major league Baseball had, teams or not
2: they had just uh, they just had like cities they didn't the teams didn't have names there was like Miami and Jersey and stuff, but the teams didn't actually have well that that the first one did I'm not sure I don't think I ever played bases loaded three but i I still have the first one and it's just city names they don't have like team names
0: I assume that's how it wasn't bases loaded three I'll have to look it up if there were actual teams and cities, then I probably was Oakland, because I liked the Oakland A's at the time. Nice. Yeah, so I won that for you. That win is dedicated to you. Oh, thanks, think,
1: buddy. Yep. I'm pretty sure it was Oakland A's, because I to give listeners a sense of what an impact this, this win was for Parker <laughs> at that age, uh, this isn't the first time I've heard this story. I think mm-hmm. you've told this before on the show, or at least I've heard it from you. Uh, when we were just hanging out,
0: it was probably, so, I know.
1: I like to talk. I have about a memory him. of being
2: talking about bases loaded on your show before this is, this isn't the first time this has come up crazy.
1: Well, yeah, it <laughs> was, I'm pretty sure it was Oakland A's, or at least like Oakland.
2: Yeah, we yeah. also established yesterday that me and Parker had the same, uh, bash brothers, Oakland A's poster in our room as kids.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. And Don had yeah. it too. And somebody else in that thread had it too. Yeah. I think Al, I think so. <laughs> that sounds right. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, at the time, the Oakland A's, when they had the, the Bash brothers, Maguire and Canseco, they were, they were winning games 25 to 5. That was like a real thing that happened.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's, that's what made me so happy. It was like real life. Yeah, I had won yeah. a game like in real life. So those are my two goods. Mr. Frisbee, what do you got? What happened to you that was good?
1: I got to wear a fake drawn-on beard to school one day, <laughs> and I wore it for the whole day. That was pretty good.
0: Well, Was it like Um, Halloween or were you just like, did you just get like a cool idea? It was, uh,
1: the idea was that it, it was this, uh, wax museum thing, a living wax museum deal where, uh, the kids in the fourth grade and this is how it was set up. Like it was K through four where I was. Uh, so fourth graders would do this thing, this large project where they would, uh, research the, uh, life of some noted person. It could be somebody in politics. It could be a, uh, a celebrity, whatever. As long as like you could prove that you did some research with biographies. And I chose Steven Spielberg because he was affecting my life a lot that year. Apparently, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, he had Jurassic park just come out and I think Animaniacs was a show that was, I was into at the time. And as I learned more about him, read some biographies about him, I, One that He was uh, actually pretty rad, like how much he accomplished doing film stuff as a teenager and shit. Like he just wanted to go out and make films. So he did. And then he got noticed and was able to do, at the time, some pretty rad shit. So I was like, yeah, this is the guy I want to do. I want to have this. uh, I want to do my biography about this dude. And realizing that he had a beard like the morning of, I I figured like I I should probably have a beard, too. Mm -hmm. And I think it was my dad who was driving me to school that day. It's like, yeah, hold on. And he took some of my mom's like makeup and stuff like eyeliner and a bunch of other things. He got really into it. And he's like, tell me how this looks. And he was drawing this on my, on my young uh jawline and stuff. And it actually turned out pretty rad. And I just wore it the rest of the day because I thought it looked good.
0: I like that. I I think you should have worn it the rest of the year. You should have like started like a new fashion thing where you just like draw on beards. I'm surprised that hasn't ever been a thing in the history of fashion.
1: Yeah, it's kind of odd. Uh, now that you mentioned that part, I just took it as like a one day thing that I could do. Dang.
2: Well, I, I'm gonna drop a name right now, guys. Get ready. Well, okay. But uh, I, I met Steven Spielberg once, and he was super chill and nice.
1: Oh, nice, Fred. So that's good he to gets, hear.
2: Yeah, he gets the bump. He gets the bump from me. He was <laughs> he. I delivered room service to him, and he tipped me like twenty dollars on a bag of McDonald's. So like, he's okay in my book. Man, that's
1: oh that's yeah, nice. yeah. I remember this in like a podcast town thread of uh, what celebrities did you
0: interact
1: with? Yeah, brag about people you've met.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did he have a real beard or was it drawn on?
2: He had a drawn on beard for some reason. It was, he was actually dressed, he was dressed like a young Jason Frisbee, actually.
0: (laughs) He had a madness, a a madness t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think it was
2: like, dress up as your favorite fourth grader day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If that fourth grader dressed up as you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, th- that makes sense. I'm glad he tipped well for McDonald's. That's really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good dude. Also, if you ever want to feel like your life sucks and that you haven't done anything like ever in life and that you should just kill yourself, uh, you should think about the fact that Steven Spielberg made Jaws when he was like 26.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then kill yourself. Just kill yourself.
0: Yeah. I learned that recently, yep. and that bums me out so hard. Just yep. Make, just
1: yeah. As it. a young fourth grader, I'm like, hey, I could do that, too. Until, <laughs> you know. You get to that point and you're like, what have I done with my life?
2: Yeah, you're 26 <laughs> and working in like a, a sunglasses kiosk in the mall. You're like, oh, never mind. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll never, never I'll never amount to anything. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the other way to go about it, by the way. Like instead of just killing yourself, just go, oh, never mind. Huge, <laughs> huge varied life experiences that would have been nice. I would have liked to make a, a blockbuster film that changes cinema forever or or sell uh, these knockoff Ray-Bans. That's great right. too. Just put on put on the
2: sweatpants and give up, man. Yeah. The earlier you figured out, the better.
1: Oh, yeah. here comes a, a tired family walking my way. Excuse me. Excuse me.
0: <laughs> you all look like you could use sunglasses. <laughs> your entire family. Yeah, I, but I mean, I guess if you do want to feel better, uh, you can just remem- remind yourself that Steven Spielberg, at age thirty-two, made nineteen forty-one. So, like. Oh yeah. You've never done anything the- that bad in your life, probably. So.
2: Yeah. There's- You've gotten too much math involved now I, I've completely <laughs> lost track of what we're talking about
1: I, I'm 32 now And I have not made anything as bad as 1941 So, um, so you're, you're ahead of
0: Steven Spielberg really I feel like yeah. I'm,
1: yeah I feel like I, I gotta win I gotta win this time There's one, one in the W column for old Frisbee
0: <laughs> Frisbee wins one to nothing Soon enough it'll be 25 <laughs> to 5 Over Steven yeah. Spielberg <laughs> Nice uh, Because you haven't also directed the BFG so, technically, you're up to nothing.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, I thought that would do better for some reason. Man. You saw it? No. I just thought oh. it would do better. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> like, <saw laughs> it. Nobody wants Silver that dude who won an Oscar, a Raul Dahl story. I mean, it doesn't seem like it would fail so bad, but apparently it did.
0: Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> My bad for fourth grade is that I move. Wait, wait. Huh? Shelby goes bad. That's the rotation. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, what? Whatever
1: Sorry. I don't
0: okay. I'm,
2: uh, like
0: that. I'm also bad at math. I couldn't figure it out. I subtracted. I more. was
2: well. I was 32 in
1: 1941. <laughs> so how old am I now, guys? I don't want to think about it. I just, yeah, I just know that you're a Highlander, and that's good enough. Yep. Um, my bad is okay. So
2: let me think here. I kind of got two, two quick ones. Okay,
0: that works.
1: Okay,
2: one I was. I was uh I was trying to be like empathetic for people with disabilities. One day, just one day out of my life,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I was like, I'm gonna wear a blindfold today and see what it's like to be blind and try to go through a whole day. It was like a weekend. I wasn't at school or anything, but this was in fourth grade, and I was like, I'm gonna see what it's like to be blind, just to see like what the, that experience is like. I'm gonna spend a whole day with a blindfold on, and then. Um, I went a couple hours and then at lunch I dropped a bowl of soup and broke it and so I took the blindfold off and decided not to do that anymore because I dropped soup. So that was a bad experience.
0: Yeah. That's what a lot of um, real blind people do too, I heard. I read about it like as soon as they drop soup, like they just kinda mm-hmm. give up being blind. So that's really cool they, that they, you fit in culturally with them. They get their sight back if they drop a bowl of soup.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's
0: yeah everything else is
1: everything else is chill. Uh, um, yeah. until that moment, like, uh, I'm doing shameless plug, another podcast called Zatoichi, The Blind Podsman, where we review all the Zatoichi films about the blind swordsman Zatoichi. And I know in the long film history of this uh, series, I think it's like in movie 28, he drops some miso soup and he's no oh. longer blind. So, <laughs> and that's the end of the series, right? Well, I mean, he gets it back, mm-hmm. uh, the blindness. And it's just that he remembers how cool it was to be a blind swordsman. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he's the, like well, oh yeah, I should do that more often. Just not eat soup again. Yeah. I, the moral of the story is like if
2: you have the choice the choice to be blind or not be blind, like go with not being blind,
0: I guess. Yeah. It makes things yeah. a lot easier. And also not eating Unless, soup. Just stay away from soup. Stay away from being blind. Yeah. Don't, blind.
2: Eat, yeah, don't <laughs> be blind and don't eat soup. That's those are the two rules to to stick with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, one more it? bad. Yeah, what's your other sure. one? Sure. Fourth fourth grade was the year I discovered comic books. Uh, Tight. through Eastman Eastman and Laird's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Also, there was a local guy in Eureka where I grew up uh, that had a parody comic called Adolescent Radioactive Black Belt Hamsters. Yeah, I'm, that I, I was very I into. Nice. Yeah. yeah, but this is a bad because that led me onto a very nerdy path that has placed me on this couch doing a podcast with you losers right now (laughs) welcome i i blame comic books not even once right not even once
0: uh i think that's cool i would count that as good i think you got the wrong Mm -hmm. idea here uh Uh i'm also glad you didn't spill any soup on your comics that would suck (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) i still have some of those comics i think
0: yeah i actually just downloaded like the entire original run of those Ninja Turtle comics, and started reading them, and they're kind of fun.
2: They're kind of yeah, they're kind of dark and fucked up.
0: Yeah, they're like super like before violent. they
2: came a before they became a cartoon and a, and a and a video game and stuff. Like comic books are kind of kind of fucking fucked up.
0: Yeah, there's like a lot of terrorists attacks and like mm-hmm. a lot of talk about Michelangelo's like hand almost being cut off. It's pretty intense. Yeah, like
2: but little known fact, but like. Before the Foot Clan, the Ninja Turtles were fighting ISIS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In a very early issue, fucking Michelangelo gets beheaded by ISIS. It's fucking – it's brutal.
0: It's pretty wild. And then there's that uh, issue, issue number four, I think, where Baxter Stockman uses his mousers to drop bombs on suspected gunmen. Yep. It's really weird.
1: Mousers. That's what those were called. Shit. I was I was wondering about those. I actually had seen some recently. i like, ah, what were those things – I couldn't think out what, what the
0: name was. Mousers? Right? Mousers. That's what the cops use in Dallas okay. to kill people. Mousers. Damn. That's the name of them. Yeah.
2: It's a little box with an arm sticking out of it holding a revolver.
0: Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. I didn't get into comics until a little bit later. Like, I had some comics at this time. Like, I just never found the right ones. Like, my dad gave me, like, a big stack of, like, Alpha Force or, like, whoever that Canadian group was. Alpha Flight, maybe. I don't know. But uh yeah, and I was like, this sucks. I'm not gonna read these. It's, comic books are dumb because of that one comic yeah. mostly. And like seventh or eighth grade is when I got into comics. Whenever the max happened.
2: Yeah. Mm. Seventh or eighth grade was like when I started getting in, getting into spawn. Yeah, yeah. And that was literally the tightest shit too.
0: That is true. Can't wait for that new spawn movie if it ever happens. Yeah. Um my bad thing is that much like Frisbee a few grades ago, or last grade, I moved from one town to the other, and it sucked super hard. It, uh, was one of the deciding factors in me not caring about school or life anymore. And, uh, to add insult to injury, I had to move like, it was like three weeks into the new school year or something like that, like, which just seems, like, very unorthodox. Like, I feel like my parents should have just got their shit together and moved me during the summer to avoid all the weird horse shit where, like, it's, like, just doubly bad when you have to move and then come in, like, after the school year already started. Cause, like, you know, if you're there at the beginning of the school year, you can, like, just kind of slip in and be new and nobody really notices. But if you're there in the middle of the year, like, you, you know, you have the teacher's like, oh, come in and say something about yourself. Tell us who you are and where you're from. And that shit kind of sucks. It's like a lot of unwanted attention that just begs people to make fun of you.
2: So you're basically just stealing Frisbee's answer.
0: I'm stealing Frisbee's answer. Uh, Okay, fair enough. (laughs) But I'm putting – you know, I'm uh, putting my twist on it. Much like how Steven Spielberg stole Jaws from Peter Benchley and he put his own twist on it.
2: Ah, I see. Uh, Also to make – Spielbergian twist to the story.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Also, to make matters worse, uh, there was already, I went by my middle name at the time, Ben, and there was Whoa. already a Ben at that school. So I was christened New Ben, which is like some horse shit. Like I didn't even get That's to be okay. like a real person.
2: Well, if you guys listen to my show Kissing Contest, you know that New, new Sawyer is much better than Old Sawyer. <laughs> so sometimes being the new of something is, is okay.
0: That is a good point. And I do enjoy your podcast Kissing Contest. Thank
2: you. Um, originators of Chili Dog Summer.
0: That is true. They invented Best it. we ever
2: forget. Yeah. I'm going to actually refer to you as New Ben from now on, Parker. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that nugget of knowledge.
0: <laughs> Please. It will kill my entire personality and identity. Yes. That's why I'm doing it. Oh, no. New Ben. We're going to have to invite somebody named Ben to be in podcast town. That way they can be original Ben. Yeah. Um, maybe
2: we could get an uncle ben in there too
0: <laughs> that would be good um also to make matters worse uh like the day before i moved from my old school this girl like uh, we were playing like uh duck duck goose you know and yeah. she picked me in duck duck goose three times in the same game which
2: clearly oh, man, meant... that means she wants to fuck <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> so did you smash that puss I did not because uh, I had to move the next day. Although I I would have. I would have tried. Yeah. This is gross. So, yeah. So, like, that was heartbreaking to get flirted with very hard right before moving. And sure. it was just the worst experience of my life. And then I had to move to She stupid. straight, yeah, she straight
2: triple-goosed
0: you, dog. <laughs> Triple-goosing <laughs> is like the She nun- wanted, she totally
2: wanted to, to fucking,
0: damn, all right. Triple goosing is the like hardest flirt move. Like if you're ever out at like a bar and you're like trying to talk to a girl, don't even fucking worry about it, dude. Just get your friends together. Play a game of Duck, Duck, Goose. Just walk up to her, (laughs) you know, like just touch her on the top of the head and be like, goose, and just start running. And she's like, fuck, it's on. The game is afoot.
2: If a girl triple gooses you, dude, (laughs) like she's down for butt
0: stuff. I can tell you that much. That's very true. Yeah. So go out there. Listeners, due to the triple goose, you'll smash puss in no time.
2: No yep, time. Take far. it from New Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Smoothest motherfucker in fourth grade.
0: Yep. Uh, yep. Mister Frisbee, what do you got? That's bad.
1: Um, we had these computers in the classroom. It was actually just like one computer, you know. Mm. Uh, it was a computer station, but it was somewhat up to date like most of the computers in school that i used especially middle school uh, were these like early early prototype computers i guess they're part of some grants or something it's like hey we're gonna we're gonna give all these schools technologies just this once and never again and uh, it's a neat gesture but obviously technology keeps improving so uh yeah this was a rare bit where the uh, computer was actually up to snuff I didn't have anything like it at home. I thought it was really cool. And I never got to use it. Not once. <laughs> uh, because I just would forget to sign up for it. Or it just wasn't the day to use it. Whatever. But I never used it once. And I would just have to like watch other kids play Carmen San Diego or Oregon Trail. Looking at porn. Uh, looking at porn. Early, early uh, version of the internet porn. Um, yeah, that like ASCII stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like when they're playing, uh, flirty poker or something, where it's mm-hmm. like, if we win this next round, the top comes off. And yeah, uh, so I never got to use it. Mm-hmm. Like fourth grade was actually one of the few good, really good years of school for me. So this is, this is about as bad as it got.
0: Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Oregon Trail is like the best part of being in school. So I'm sad you never, yes, man. Yep. you never got to die of dysentery even once.
1: Yeah. And it was like in in full glorious 16 bit color on the monitor. Like when I went to middle school, it was back to like DOS everything, like uh black and green. Yep. That was it. Um so yeah, I got I really missed out on that.
0: I'm sorry for I was
1: thir- I was like 32 in 1941, so I was like
2: already graduated from college when Oregon Trails came out. I'm,
1: I'm an old, old bastard. You have so many stories and such wisdom to share. That's so true. Yeah. Yes, and that's
0: yes. all. Yeah. <laughs> You're so old, you actually remember the original Oregon Trail. That's how your family got to Humboldt County. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. You didn't die. I,
2: I actually died of dysentery. <laughs> I
0: lived it. <laughs> heartbreaking. Sad, really.
2: I was there never how did they never make an
1: Oregon Trail movie? Like um, I bet that I bet that's going to happen. Probably. I think so. I think video game revival is stuff is kind of felt to the wayside for a bit, but that's bound to happen. Like I after think, that Zelda series on Netflix comes out, if that's yeah. still a thing.
2: Yeah. I'm making a I'm making a hard prediction right here that Oregon, we're going to see an Oregon Trails uh feature film like within the next 5 years.
1: It's a pretty safe bet. I'm sure there's like mm-hmm. a spec script out there or something.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the family members will be named like boobs and ass and butt. <laughs> <laughs> Fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, Shelby, what is your ugly?
2: Uh, Ugly. Ugly. Um, There was this time in fourth grade. I was super sick and staying home from school. And I was home. I think I was home alone. And I couldn't get out of bed, and I crapped my pants. And that's the last time I think I ever crapped my pants was in fourth grade, and it was really gross. And I had to, uh, I had to throw them in the garbage outside of the house yeah. because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be found out. That's a good move. Like, just yeah. get rid of all the shame. Yeah, just get, just torch everything. I burnt the house down. <laughs> I moved to a different city. Change your name to Shelby. <laughs> yep, yep. I used to be New Ben. <laughs> new ben cobras
1: oh wait you were original ben you were yeah. just oh, like yeah, Ben sorry. cobras and then the yeah other kid moved in and he was yeah. ben yep that's what i that's he, when he i changed my identity ben.
2: yeah yep. you. there's no coming back from an experience like that it's the ugliest thing that can happen yeah i'm sure yep uh, and I'm so glad i shared that in a public recorded place
1: yeah, all that work to to hide your tracks, and then you just like reveal everything.
2: Ah, oh, goddammit. it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I can't help
1: it. I just feel so candid when I'm with you guys.
0: Yeah, I like that you got away with the crime scot free, and all these years later, uh, you you confess. Like you should have come out like OJ with a book that said like If I had pooped my pants in fourth
2: yeah, grade, <laughs> if I crapped my pants, here's where I would have hid them.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the here's the thing. It's like fourth grade. That's a that's a pretty good track record because, uh, in New England, there's a phrase called, Oh, did you shit the bed? Oh, yeah. Because it's so frequently an occurrence that even mm-hmm. adults have to ask, Uh, did you shit the bed? In a colloquial way. They're referring to something else, but it's like, Oh, no, no, I, wait, that, that, that's a common phrase around here too. Yeah, like you shat the bed. So everybody's yeah, at really least somewhat familiar with the feeling of shitting the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, as recently as, well, last week maybe? Two weeks sure. ago? Sure, yeah. So yeah, I'd say it's a pretty good track record then. Thanks. There's man. a lot of adults out there who are shitting bed still and and trying to pass it off as some like, ride joke, like, oh, did you hit the bed? <laughs> Uncomfortable laughter. Wow. wow. You know, I, f- I really feel like pool party radio is like a safe space for bed shitters. It really is. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. that. I don't shit the bed. Good lord, no. I'm a 32 <laughs> year old man. But if
2: you were, if you were to, yeah, it would be okay here right yeah we, w- we would pass no judgment exactly
0: one thing that i've found helpful is like just get a dog and then when you shit the bed you can be like why did this dog shit in my bed oh mm-hmm. no <laughs> that's the only the reason of...
2: you have yeah it's the only reason you have keppy right
0: <laughs> yeah that way i can just play it off whenever there's like a... keppy takes parker size dumps
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, a load is equal to one keppy yep. so it's like and the entire body mass. It's a weird space time thing happening in that bubble. Mm-hmm. Young, uh, young, young Kepman takes dumps that are the size of his entire body somehow.
0: Young Keppers. Yeah, I okay. feed him a lot. That way it's easy to play off. Yep. You're a wise man. Well, that's why I got him. Just do that. Just uh, get a dog. Next time you poop, just pick all this dog. He, you know, he he's crazy. He won't stop shitting in the bed. He, he crawled <laughs> what, right what in.
2: A, what a. What a great segue into our next segment. Rate my dog's shit.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> We're going to be reviewing <laughs> shit from one.
2: So send in pictures, everybody.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: You should rename Kepi uh, Spud from Trainspotting. Yeah. That'd be his full name, by the way. Spud from Trainspotting. Because that's mm-hmm. like the most famous character I know of to have shat a bed. He did it like staying in his girlfriend's place. Yep.
0: The most embarrassing Man, he shit place. his own bed. Yeah. yeah
1: no, he but- just shat a bed.
0: That's why yep. you always have to make sure your girlfriend has a dog. That way, if you shit the bed at your girlfriend's house, you can be like, why did your dog do this to me? Why did he crawl into my shorts and poop during the night? And how much,
1: how much corn did you give him? Why <laughs> do you let him
0: eat the same thing as us? Yeah. Why did this happen? So much good life advice. Yeah. Uh, we're just trying to help people here. Yep. My ugly thing that happened is uh, my school, the school that I moved from, they had this thing called like the land lab. It was like a science room where like Oh, they, I had one of those too. Yeah, they were tight. Uh it was a room where like they had like a like a stuffed squirrel, like a taxidermy squirrel and like a you know, like the skull of like a cow. Stuff to help you learn about science, you know. There's like maybe like a Venus flytrap in there, like all this crazy stuff. And on all the walls it said, you know, like if you have something crazy, feel free to donate it. And on my very last day of school, like uh, to get to the bus stop, I had to like walk through like these woods and I saw like a dead woodchuck or something and it was like partly decayed. Like you could see like its skull and like there was like fur left in some parts and it was like really gross. And I was like, uh, I was like, well, my school would really appreciate this corpse. So I put it in a plastic bag and before I left for the day, I uh, or at, actually at the beginning of the day. I just put a, a little bag full of a corpse in that room because I thought that that's how you did it. Like, I didn't know <laughs> if there were any other protocols. Yes,
1: that's how you leave a mafia threat, for sure. Damn, that's some ghoulish shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, like, that you were, like, supposed to maybe, like, cl- you know, not do that. Like, <laughs> like maybe things that Not more, like...
1: leave dead animals in your school?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there was a whole room full of dead animals, but I didn't, you know... To me, well, did you taxi- tell
1: like a did you tell a teacher or something or did you just like leave it there because that's what I'm imagining is that you just left it at the door like have a nice summer yeah. <laughs> to the to the empty room quietly
0: yeah well I walked in like I put it there in the morning and then oh, like okay. yeah. and then like at the end of the day though I like I was like oh hey by the way teacher I put a, a you know like I put some stuff in the land
2: rotting corpse in the <laughs> science room <laughs> yeah
0: and she was like oh thanks thanks
2: new Ben. <laughs>
0: At <laughs> this time, I was still just normal Ben. It was before I had moved to become new Ben. Oh, but, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, although, they, she did, they you were right. She did call me new Ben. I thought it was a real weird omen. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so I just left a corpse there. I didn't know that, like, there was, like, a process for, like, cleaning, like, animal bones or taxidermying an animal. I thought that, like, a taxidermy squirrel was just the same thing as, like, finding a dead one and just putting it somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. You just put it in a cool pose and <laughs> stick it to the wall. Yeah. And maybe you have to throw some nice sunglasses onto it yeah. at the sunglasses kiosk at the mall. Mm-hmm. Like, That's... What works for a decaying woodchuck? Yeah. I would recommend these Ray-Bans. These tiny Ray-Bans. <laughs> <laughs> these say roy Bands. What are you doing today? <laughs> now, I think you have the right idea. Like. I, I'm pretty sure if I just weren't so germaphobic as a kid, I would have done the same thing. i would have been like, hey, they could use this. Because, yeah. yeah, it's decomposing nature. I mean, I would probably equate that to like bringing in some fallen leaves. Like, hey, here's a here's a good specimen, teach.
2: You know? Yeah. I, yeah. At that age, I just kept all the animal carcasses in my basement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's like a- everybody else. It's
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Like a normal person.
1: Right?
0: Well... I guess I really screwed up.
1: Uh, what's your ugly? You really shit the bed <laughs> on this one. <laughs> yeah, you shit the bed.
0: Uh, what's your ugly, Mr. Frisbee?
1: Um, there was a bookshelf in the classroom, my fourth grade classroom, that had a, a lot of fine literature. I remember BFG being on there. And <clears throat> one of them was this uh, just kind of goofy joke book from the 70s. I thought it was a Mad Magazine book at first, but it wasn't. And it had this uh very racially charged uh picture joke in it that made me very upset in fourth grade, uh that early on. And I remember turning the pages of this book and opening it to this one that had like columns and rows of the repeated image of a cartoonish looking clan member. It's like a guy in a white hood uh with a torch. Mm-hmm. And then one of them was a uh, cartoon of a black basketball player. And the top of the page said, one of these things is not like the other. Can you figure out which one? And I I was so distraught by this uh, page of this joke book. Because everything else in it was, pr- I remember it being pretty fine. Like it was okay. It's like, ha ha, this looks like these old Mad, Mag- Mad Magazine comics that I got. But then I got to that page and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I looked at the uh copyright. I actually went to the copyright day of the book to figure out like what the problem was. Like, who, <laughs> when was this allowed? And <laughs> I think I brought up to the teacher I'm like, who made this and why? And she <laughs> wow. she pointed me in the direction of like where to find like, well, it was a different time <laughs> when this book mm-hmm. was made. And like, this is horrible though. And I think she got rid of it.
2: Well, you know hearing that story just makes me appreciate here in 2016, living in a, a completely post-racial America where, where issues like that, you know, we don't have to worry about racial issues anymore.
1: Yeah. Isn't it? everyone,
2: everyone is equal and Mm. we're all the same one gray race. So I'm so relieved.
1: It really has a happy
2: ending at the end of the day.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. No one, no one's shitting the bed in 2016.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nope. So, well, what was the punchline to the joke? Like, if, if the caption was "which one of these is not like the other," but there's only two things, like is this just a yeah. old timey joke? Is I don't get. Very,
1: it was a very obvious, like it was row after row of these cartoonish, of the same cartoonish clansmen drawing, like presumably white guy in a white hood.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was just one clansman.
1: Oh no! And then like one of those rows, like towards the middle, like the second column over this is it, the image burned into my brain. Cause I was like, what the fuck at, I think it was like 10, maybe mm-hmm. or nine. And yeah, the entire ordeal afterwards where I was basically calling out this book to my teacher. Like, why do you have this here? <laughs> what is this? Um, yeah, it was just, supposed to, I think it was from 76 and apparently whoever wrote that joke in 76 thought, ha ha, this will be funny forever. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know I still don't have like a good response as to why that book was on a fourth grade bookshelf. Like I'm guessing somebody donated it or some something like that. And they thought, oh this'll be without even looking at the contents. Like, nah, eh, this seems pretty uh innocent. Let's throw this on here.
0: Damn. Well, you did go to school in racist town, we should point out. Yeah, racist town, Ohio. Um, really,
1: really bad name, but also, um, fairly apt.
0: Yeah. Very accurate. Uh, very weird town.
1: Very Uh, racist town.
0: Yeah. Really. More so than you would even expect. Like you would expect racist town to be like a little bit racist, but it was way more racist than even the name implied.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it should have been called way racist town instead of just racist town. Mm hmm like super
2: racist town.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would also work. <laughs> Did you show that to any new of
2: the- new, racist <laughs> new racist town?
1: New racist yeah. town. New racist.
0: Did you show Sorry. that that joke to any of the other students like were they like, nah, man, this joke rules?"
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually didn't cuz I didn't want it I didn't want those other racist town citizens to to like try to calm me down about it like, "No, this needs to go straight to the top."
0: Well, I wish you would have taken a picture of this joke with your phone on your camera. Or your camera on your <laughs> right. phone. Yeah, the phone
1: could. I had with the camera in it.
0: Yeah, I'll it try. Charging good. I'll, I'll try to find this joke for the episode, Art. Hopefully I can dig it up. Uh, but I guess that's it. Another successful good, the bad, and the ugly. Until it turned yep. too ugly at the end.
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Can always count on Jason to make everything fucking racist and awkward. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, I, I mean that's that's what I get from coming from racist town. It was a, it was a different time.
0: It was a different time.
1: That's the town motto, I guess. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the it,
0: town. It's
2: a new new racist town. It's a different time here.
0: Yeah, it's still a different time. Yep. Uh, it will they have level. their
2: own time zone. See, that's what that's what that means. It's mm-hmm. always one hour earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Racist town
0: sucks. Yep.
1: But we're at the end of the episode. Is that right? Or do we have to get to the emails?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. We do have an email, but we'll get to it later.
2: Okay. I'd still rather live in racist town than podcast towns.
0: Yeah. Well, well same difference a lot of the time. Right. <laughs> I thought they were, we're going to be one
1: and the same at one point. I was relieved to find out that it wasn't. So that's good. That's one thing it has going for it.
0: Yeah. Uh, although... There was some talk about people not liking steamed hot dog buns in podcast town, so I may just move to racist town. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit more on board with racists than people who don't like steamed buns.
2: That, that comment got you all steamed?
0: <laughs> I got a little bit steamed. <laughs>
2: something, so somebody said something about cheddar that got me pretty
1: cheesed, too. Oh, I don't have a good pun for this, but I like that, it, that we finally tackled that ketchup situation. Yeah, uh, ketchup's the worst. Yeah, on a hot dog? Come on, get real. Like, I'm not going to bash anybody's sense of palate or taste. Like, Yeah, you like what you like. I get that. But aesthetically, it looks disgusting. And you're horrible for doing it. And if you already have something with a tomato base on there, like if you had a chili dog, would you put ketchup on top of it? Hell no. Likely no, man. Come on. Get that shit out of here. And they come at me with like, oh, it's meat sauce and this thing. Forget it.
2: Now you're going to... I got, into a beef, I got into a beef, beef with Corey about pork the other day too. An all beef discussion
1: about pork? <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: yeah. Mm. I can imagine you putting like ketchup on a hot dog if it's like you bought the 99 cent pack of hot dogs and you're like just putting them in the microwave just so you don't like die. You know, like you need nourishment.
2: Yeah. You need like lubrication to get it pounded <laughs> into your mouth.
0: Yeah. If you're like trying to pound <laughs> it into your mouth and you need to like kind of lube up your throat a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand the ketchup in that situation. But man, if you're putting time and effort and you want your hot dogs to taste good and you're putting ketchup on there, get out of here. Although speaking of which, my brother, he puts ketchup on steak. He'll like order like a God 30 damn it. <laughs> He'll order like a $30 steak and like just cover it in ketchup.
1: Hey, yo, man, fuck your brother for real. <laughs> yeah, that guy sucks. But at that, at that amount of money, that almost seems like an artistic statement. Like, I'm pretty sure he's doing performance art. <laughs> he does that. Like, somebody pointed about how one of their loved ones did that, uh, like, when they're just at home. Mm-hmm. And he, this person couldn't understand why his spouse was uh, putting ketchup on steak. But if your brother's like, no, let's go to a finer restaurant. Let's have a fine dining experience. Excuse me, waiter. Where, could you get us the uh, Heinz 57? Very good year. I mean, just going to dump mm-hmm. this all over this nice steak you just made, you fuck. Like is your brother like David Lynch or something? <laughs> he is He can yeah. also be it,
0: yeah. He made that hit movie Eraser mm. Head. Erasist mm, Head? Eracist Head.
1: He has a steak with coffee.
0: Yep. This is me. Mm-hmm. Uh well yeah. That is the end of the program. We'll read that email we got next week. It's a very long one. I it it looks daunting to me. So we'll jump
1: means. into it early.
0: <laughs> We'll jump into it early on. So we're not so
1: We're not so sleepy at the end.
0: Yeah. We'll dedicate a whole show to it because it's like four paragraphs. That's sizable. Uh, But yeah, until next week, uh, thank you, Shelby Cobras, for being on the show. Thank you, New Ben, for having me. Uh Indeed. Would you like to plug your podcast kissing contest or anything like that?
2: Yeah, you can find kissing contest, uh, my podcast, kissing contest at illogicalcontraption.com. We have a brand new website. And you can find all of your uh, <laughs> kissing contest related news over there.
1: What about uh, death metal dads?
2: Uh, I don't know what that is. Okay, I only do <laughs> kissing contest. Gotcha. Uh, um,
0: what about you, Mister Frisbee? Do you do death metal dads? And would you like to plug any podcasts you do?
1: I do not do that show, but I do a show called uh, Zatuichi, the Blind Pods Men. M-E-N, and it's about uh, the Zatoichi films, like I was discussing earlier. Do that with Patrick from Banshee Jams. Uh, we're on a bi-weekly re- uh, release schedule, so we'll have one out this coming week that might change to once a week if we decide to power through, but right now this is working good. Uh, so look for that. We're going to have guests and whatnot to talk about these films chronologically. You can also email us at uh, theblindpodsman at com.
3: Yeah,
0: email them in... Re- Request that they do blind podsman movies, like Zatuichi movies. Be like, Hey, can you guys do the third Zatuichi movie this week? And then they'll probably do your request.
1: Yeah. Imagine that you can, we'll make your dreams come true. And hey, Fraser,
0: yeah, can
1: you do the third Zatuichi movie this week? Oh, hell yeah. Well, dreams no, we'll do it in like true? two oh, okay. weeks. <laughs> wow.
0: That's disappointing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Already, well, already
0: the two weeks is a I mean, pretty yeah. good turnaround though.
2: Well, yeah. I'll I'll tune in in two weeks then. Okay, sounds good. <laughs>
0: All right, <laughs> I like that turnaround. There are still movies that we promised people on Junk Food Dinner that we would do on episode three, uh, and we still haven't done. So, if you're only turning it around in two weeks, then that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, listen to Junk Food Dinner. Also listen to other episodes of Pool Party at poolpartyradio.com. Leave us a review on iTunes if you want. We're also on Google Play now. If you're into that kind of thing.
1: Oh, nice. Okay
2: um you got to re- resize that artwork buddy
0: man i resized that <laughs> artwork it took like 45 minutes when i was at work to do talk. but i did it. yeah uh it was a oh man it made me so heated and then i had to talk somebody in podcast town through resizing their own artwork last night we, there's been a lot of resizing going on yeah uh, ugly business um i'm on the twitter at final parker uh you guys are also on twitter Just follow me though. I'll probably retweet these guys. You'll see them. Don't worry about their names. Don't type them in. Uh, email us at poolpartyradio at gmail.com. Uh, it's funny that you brought up earlier reviews and stuff because I do have a new project I want to do. I want to review people's dads. We reviewed all. Nice. (laughs) We reviewed all your dogs. Uh, every single dog got reviewed. So now send in a picture of your dad. We'll review that dad. Talk about the pros and cons of that dad. We can keep those dads anonymous. Let us know if you don't want him to get posted on the Facebook or whatever. Or if you don't want us to say his full name and social security number on the internet. But we will review that dad. What kind of mustache yeah. does he have? What kind of shorts is he wearing?
2: Mm-hmm. I got a sick picture of my dad. That I'm going to send as, as soon as we hang up on this call.
0: <laughs> Sweet. We'll review Looking that
1: Looking forward dad. to it. Yeah, Hell yeah. I want to I meet that dad. Yeah. Would this dad fit in in Dad Hatton? of mm-hmm. uh, the borough podcast town mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is
0: one of the criteria uh is yeah. this dad super mean to outsiders if so he belongs at dad hmm <laughs> uh, sounds good <laughs> so do that uh podcast town search for it on facebook we'll let you in and uh we're also on the facebook pool party radio just search for that and everything like that so until next week this is parker for shelby cobras and cumulus razor man saying thanks for having fun